Hey there, this is Ashley, your host for the Ready, Set, Depart podcast. Traveling with your family can be a disaster, but it doesn't have to be. Let's go. Hello and welcome to episode six of the Ready, Set, Depart podcast. We are so glad you're here. As you know, we are a traveling family. We love to see new things and go where we've never gone before. But there is one place that we will always go back to. Disneyland. Not Disney World, not Disneyland Paris, but the original Disneyland. Yep, we're those people who regularly go down to Southern California and find our happy place. As I've been thinking about this episode, I've been remembering a lot of the questions we get asked about Disneyland all the time. So I thought, hey, why not just put down our answers here for the next time these questions are asked? The first question is almost always, which is better, Disneyland or Walt Disney World? And I always say that I think it has a lot to do with the first one you went to, but for me and my family, it is for sure Disneyland. Why? Well, practically, the size and distance between the different parks, Disneyland and Disney California Adventure, makes park hopping something that's easy to do. I can almost hear some of you asking, wait, what's park hopping? Well, park hopping is where you start out in one park and then you go to the other one. You have to buy a special ticket. It's called a park hopper to do this, but it's a fun way to spend a day. In Walt Disney World, you can technically park hop, but the parks are so far apart that it takes a lot more effort. We love Disneyland more than Disney World because, well, it's closer to us being that we're on the West Coast too. It's just a couple hours flight from us as opposed to being on the completely opposite end of the country. We love Disneyland because the rides are better. There, I said it. These are the original versions of the rides for the most part, and they are just more fun. And while I personally don't like riding the Matterhorn, I don't like when it's not there either. We've been to both Disneyland and Walt Disney World, and while while there are things about Disney World that we love, Epcot and Animal Kingdom to be exact, when we think Disney, we think Disneyland. Disneyland is just easier to just go to. There's not so much planning involved. In Disney World, everything needs to be planned months in advance, whereas with Disneyland, you can have an excellent time with very little planning. The next question we're often asked is, Isn't it expensive? Well, yeah. Disneyland does cost some money to go, but there are ways to save, a little at least. My first suggestion on how to save is to be flexible with your travel days. Disneyland has tiered pricing, where some days are cheaper than other days, so definitely pay attention to that. If you're a member of Costco, you can get pretty good travel deals for a Disneyland package that includes a hotel and sometimes a character dinner. Sam's Club may have the same thing, but since we're from the land of a thousand Costco's, I'm not so sure. You can also save some dollars by buying Disney gift cards at Costco or Target if you have the Target red card. You get them at a discount, then you use those gift cards to buy tickets or for food or whatever you want to spend them on. So it's kind of like you're saving money that way. We have also found that the food is where we really spend a lot of money. So we will often eat breakfast before we go. We are not rope droppers. We'll bring our lunch. We really like homemade Lunchables (laughs) and then have dinner in the park. 
we usually just pack our lunch with us, but you can also rent a locker at different places in the park and leave your lunch there. One of the best ideas I have found for kids is to give them a gift card and they can use that to get their own souvenirs. Some kids, like Trooper, will hem and haw the whole time and then get one big thing, whereas others will buy a few things along the way. We found that there's a lot less whining when it's the gift card's fault that we can't get that thing. Then the question inevitably goes to, what age is the best age to go to Disneyland? To this question, I feel like my answer may not be exactly what everyone agrees with. I think the perfect age is eight. They still believe in a bit of magic, but they can walk for longer periods of time and there are far less potty accidents. They'll probably be tall enough to ride a lot of rides so you won't be stuck on Dumbo all day, which I love Dumbo, but the spinning. (laughs) And they will more than likely remember the fun they're having. But we took Trooper when he was two because I couldn't imagine not going for years and years, and I am so glad we did. He may not remember it, but I will. I'll remember him lighting up as we walked through the gate. I will remember him seeing Woody and yelling, hey, Woody, where's Buzz? Because he liked Buzz better. I'll remember him dancing to all my friends or lowriders in Cars Land and a little girl coming up to talk to him and him getting shy. I will remember his laugh when he rode his first roller coaster. And I will remember him taking my hand and saying he would protect me so we could go on the Ferris wheel. Though I will not be doing that again. Cute little face or not. So I guess what I'm saying is there is good and bad about every age in Disneyland. Littles need strollers, which can be a pain in the bum, but are also nice to store stuff in. Bigger kids can get grouchy when they don't get their way. Siblings don't always agree on what rides to ride or what to do. Here, that's a great time to bring in a grandparent. And everything in between. But I'll let you in on a little secret. Brent and I went to Disneyland a lot before Trooper came around, and I was worried about what it would be like to go with a kid. We definitely had to slow down our day and change our expectations, but honestly, I love going with Trooper, and I love an adult trip every once in a while, too. Mostly so that we can eat what we want to eat without having to think about what Trooper will eat. Trooper has always been an outgoing kid, but also a cautious kid, so before we went to Disneyland the first time, we watched a lot of YouTube videos on the, on the rides. If you search a ride, say Pirates of the Caribbean, and add POV, which means point of view at the end. So you'd search Pirates of the Caribbean POV. You will get tons of videos that people have uploaded of the ride from their point of view. That helped Trooper know what was going to happen on the ride. So he knew that it wasn't scary. Though we do have a pretty funny picture from Epcot in Disney World where he rode the Frozen ride for the first time and we went down the first drop. The next question I get asked is, what's the best time to go to Disneyland? And that depends on your tolerance for people and for heat. Disneyland is in Southern California and it can get warm there. It's not humid like Disney World, but 90 degree days are still 90 degree days. I have a low tolerance for hot weather, so I wear a lot of hats and cooling towels, but it can be a good fun time to go, and the sun isn't up the whole day. This is the time to rope drop, go back to the hotel and take a nap in the hardest part of the day, and then go back to Disneyland at night. What's rope dropping, you ask? 
Well, the cast members quite literally hold a rope. You can go into the park before it officially opens and they hold a rope to keep you from going to the rides. And when it's time for the park to open, they they don't drop the rope. They actually just move it to the side, but then you can go on to the rides. And so rope dropping is the thing to do when it's going to be hot. But my ultimate limiting factor to Disneyland is crowds. I hate them. I blame it on the fact that I'm only five foot three inches tall. So when I'm in a crowd, all I can see is other people. It's claustrophobic. So we normally don't go in the summer or right by Christmas so that it's not too crowded. But I'll tell you, and only you, so don't tell a lot of people. We love to go between Thanksgiving and the week before Christmas. That time of year just happens to be my birthday too, so that's fun. There are fewer people, but the Christmas decorations are up. It's a magical time. So here are our suggestions. Go when it's cooler, but be prepared for weather. It actually snowed this year in Disneyland, which is very unusual. They actually, in the winter, have this thing called snope that is just bubbles. (laughs) But this year, they didn't have to do that. It actually snowed in Disneyland. So go when it's cooler, but be ready for it to be cool. (laughs) And try to avoid holidays and March through May, because that's when spring breaks are. But I will say this, with the new reservation system that they've adopted since reopening after COVID, and even though I keep hearing rumors that they're going to get rid of it, the crowds are smaller than they once were. And the last question we normally get asked is, is it worth it? Absolutely. In Disneyland, you can enjoy magic if you want. You can enjoy rides if you want. You can enjoy food if you want. You can sing at the top of your lungs and people will join in if you want. You can build a lightsaber if you want. You can watch fireworks if you want. You can go shopping if you want. So if you want to go to Disneyland, here are a few things we've learned along the way. Number one, the Imagineers have thought of everything. We are a family of Star Wars nerds, and Galaxy's Edge is amazing. But so is Cars Land. Attention to detail is pretty cool. Trooper has just recently gotten into hidden Mickeys. They are all over the parks. Go to our website, readysetdepart.com, to see one of the hardest ones that we've found yet. Number two, Disney knows how to move crowds. They know how to do lines which makes standing in them that much better. Number three, try the snacks. You may not like them, but at least you tried them. I'm talking to you, turkey leg. Number four, laugh and smile and enjoy the day. And if you feel cranky, find a quiet place to sit down and enjoy a cold beverage. (laughs) Number five, if you're planning a trip to Disneyland, Listen to Disneyland podcasts, not Disney World podcasts. They are completely different in how you plan to go to them. Number six, check out our Instagram, ready.set.depart. This week for our favorite Disneyland YouTubers and Instagrammers. Number seven, we have yet to figure out Genie Plus, but we do know that it makes us miss fast passes. Number eight, More than three days at Disney in a row 
without a relaxing day in between is too much. Number nine, get your kids and you a fanny pack so they can carry their own snacks and sunglasses. And number 10, the most important thing to remember is manage your expectations. If you're going with a little person, you aren't going to be able to do as much as you could do if your kids were all big, but there is some pretty fun stuff to do. Or if you're going with your teens, be ready to go on some bigger rides. Fortunately, Trooper is starting to surpass my bravery on rides. Thank goodness for dads who don't get motion sick. You won't see all the things and ride all the rides in one day. You just won't. But that's okay. You will make memories with your family. You will get some cute pictures and you will have sore feet. Before we go, I know you all want to know what our favorite rides are. For me, it's Pirates of the Caribbean for nostalgia, though Rise of the Resistance is pretty dang cool. Brent loves Rise of the Resistance and Radiator Springs Racers. And I'll let Trooper fill you in on his favorites for the kids. I'm sure by now you've realized that Disneyland is our happy place. We've been all over the world and we will continue to see the world, but it's nice to sometimes come home. So, Trooper, what rides do you think other kids will like? Well, I think that little kids might really like the Little Mermaid ride. I don't really like it myself, but little kids might. My, I did love Dumbo when I was little. I still do, if I'm being honest. For elementary school kids like me, you'll probably love Big Thunder Mountain or Radiator Springs Racers. Don't worry, they're not too scary. I'm not a teenager yet, but I think they would really like the Incredicoaster and Smuggler's Run. I do, if I'm being honest with you as well. And I think they would like Rise of Resistance, too. And I like it, too. We'd love to hear what your favorite ride is. State it in the comments below. That's Trooper's Tips for Kids Today. Peace out! Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, be sure to share it with your friends or even leave a review so others can find it. Follow us on Instagram at ready.set.depart. This is Ashley with Ready, Set, Depart. Remember, traveling with your family can be a disaster, but it doesn't have to be. See you next time. Yeah.